Hello, everyone, and welcome to another well-played podcast, a podcast all about playful learning. Together, we explore games, game mechanics, and the power of learning through play. With me, I have Adam Powley. Uh, his Twitter handle is Mr. Powley. And uh, today, Adam and I will be talking about idea generation, sort of making and keeping your game fresh with new ideas each week. Uh, but Adam, you don't really even need an introduction. The guy is such a part of our community and you know the the host of XP Lap Camp, uh, which is a slow chat. But take it away, introduce yourself for those of us that are just tuning in for the first time. Well, thanks for having me on. Um, I'm Adam Powley. I teach American history uh, in South Carolina, and uh, I, I believe these come out on Tuesday. So happy uh, Bowtie Tuesday to everybody. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's been a, a fun little part of our community now. I love uh, it. Yeah. Um, just X for everybody that's listening right now, though, neither of us have a bow tie on right now. Know, but, but they can't see it, so we can just pretend. We can pretend. <laughs> we, we will have it on on Tuesday. That's right. We'll, we'll check out the hashtag, Bowtie2. That's right. T-U-E. And uh, XP Lab Camp comes out uh, Monday mornings. We're uh, changing the format a little bit, so I will uh, post questions on Monday and try to generate some conversations with people. Um, so... Yeah, why don't, before we get into it, why don't you just brief, you know, tell us a little bit about XP Lab Camp. Okay. Um, XP Lab Camp is a, a slow chat, and in the slow chat format, you can post as much as you want. You can, um, there's no time limit to it. Uh, I typically release the questions Monday morning, and we can, uh, you uh, people that participate can answer questions uh, whenever they want, and I check in throughout the day, and I try to get the community involved. Uh, to check those posts as well. Uh, we've had posts about uh, adding theme to your classroom, uh, formative assessments, and um, I try to bring other people in to answering the questions as well. It's, uh, it's really been um, a way to generate new ideas uh, in everybody's classrooms. It's a great chat, and I, I really do like the slow chat uh, setup that, that that the the chat brings with it it's just it's really nice to sort of have that free moment check in there read the last few responses be able to like get some ideas for your classroom just generate some ideas and like you said just this conversation that kind of goes throughout the day and then do you post when do you post new ones new questions uh i've only been doing about a question a week uh so usually a, a question uh, on monday morning and then i uh repost throughout the week uh i feel like um People are busy, and we have a lot of uh, families and obligations, and trying to uh, just get everybody involved through that one question really helps out. Now, I love the the new format that you that you went to that um, because sometimes, like, oof, the, like you said, the week gets away from you, and you're like, oh, now I'm answering question three. Like, oh, should I be part of this chat? I wasn't in question one, two. To have sort of a theme for the week and just sort of chit-chat around that. Well, That's just, pretty cool. Right. And as the week goes on, I feel like uh, people are processing that one question and thinking about it. And uh, I've, I've gotten many uh, people that kind of just add something in a day or two later, or they're just hitting that like or refresh button that, that uh, passes it out again. Yeah. No. It's awesome. Uh, thank you for continuing to do that. I'm, I'm excited. What's this? What's this week's? As it would have already come out on Monday, but... Uh, this week we are uh, talking about Thanksgiving uh, and uh, Thanksgiving meals. 
So what's your favorite meal and how can uh, everybody's, everybody's got a favorite dish. Uh, and just like our students, everybody's got a different interest and motivation. So how can we uh, bring that into the classroom? Well, Adam, you are an awesome ambassador to be hosting that and really making us all think each week. So I appreciate it. Uh, stuffing, by the way, is the best dish. Stuffing is your, that, that your is answer? It. Yeah. I think mine's got to be mashed potatoes. Mm. I like or the, really any potato. Yeah. Or the pie. The pie. The pie's it. It's got to be. All right. So without further ado, let's dive into our idea generation here, making your game fresh. So for those of you that are, you know, with us for the first time, Adam and I both run fairly large games that are kind of year long kind of experiences or semester long experiences that, uh, you know, have been well thought out and we could have probably a long time ago, Adam stopped adding things to our game okay. and it, and it would have probably still been an excellent experience. But, um, you know, in the spirit of this, where do you continue to find more and more out of that same barrel of ideas? Like, how do you keep scratching that barrel and get more out of it? Uh, my biggest ideas come from, uh, I actually generate them first out of my theme. Um, I have a, a theme, it's this dystopian future. I've, I've probably mentioned it before. Uh, and then trying to figure out logical ways that um, the people in that world would interact with each other. So I have my students going out on missions. So uh, trying to think about what kind of missions would make sense. And I'm a real big fan of like open world video games. Uh, my sons love playing the Disney Infinity. And in those worlds, you can go off into different areas in the game and you can um, have different characters give you different mission ideas. And my latest thing that I've been coming up with uh, is uh, these little side narrative missions. And the students actually have to go off on scavenger hunts to find the cards that will give them the uh, the missions. Um, so trying to find ways to, to build that theme uh, into the different ideas uh, is really one way that I uh, try to build that in there. Um, the other thing I do is just ask my students. Uh, the students constantly, once they get involved in it, they have they they always throw ideas off of me. Um, I had a, a mission that students needed to create a monument either to Abraham Lincoln or the the self-emancipating slaves, whoever they felt was the ones that freed the slaves. And I had uh, a few students bring in uh, Adobe Sparks programs that I'd never even heard of. Um, and then they wanted to build video games out of that. And, and uh, yeah, just trying to, to bring their energy and passion into it was really helpful. Nice. Um, well, much like you, for me, uh, theme is my number one source mm -hmm. to come up with new ideas. Just thinking inside that theme you know, tumbling that theme over and over and over again until something new kicks out. Um, and your other point about asking students, students are just, their imaginations are on fire. And it's their first time, so while it's my, this is my sixth time running my game, uh, you know, it's, it's these kids' first time doing the game. So, you know, when we're reading our content, they'll they'll say like, oh man, wouldn't it be awesome to have, you know this thing wouldn't it be cool to have like a spartacus badge well what could a spartacus badge do well it could do you know and then they just start thinking either about the content or about the game and applying something to it um 
But if I was to add a new piece, a new suggestion for you guys out there, I my muse every single time that I'm trying to generate almost anything for this game or, or my class is actually a picture. Um, so if I'm if I'm thinking, hey, I want to add some sort of new item to my game, I may on Google Images or uh, another site called DeviantArt, Google or type in, you know, crossbow or something, right? And then all of a sudden I see this or medieval tower or whatever. And then I find some cool looking picture and I just sort of look at it for a little bit. And because I always tell, I always tell myself like I, like if I could be a video game designer, I would make some super cool video game that would have this location in it, right? And so when I'm staring at that location, so many ideas come to my mind that like I just think like, oh, it would be cool if you could go in that door and then this tower, this tower would hold some cool chest. And then like, but like you just have all these ideas. And then from there, I wrap the mechanics around it. But it's the, <laughs> it's the picture that, uh, it's the picture for me that generates so many ideas. And in fact, I did that on my most recent unit. Um, I knew I wanted to add something new to my China unit and I was developing my website and I found this cool picture of this Chinese like tower or pagoda and it's a really cool picture. Wanted to use it. No idea what like I would put on this page. And then I just decided like this was going to be this museum or this, I think I call it the Jade, Jade Museum and the emperor has like all this jade has been stolen but i mean like i just made this up looking at the picture and then i made all these jade idols and printed them off and hit them all over the school mm. and the whole the the whole premise is that these jade idols have gone missing but we can't let anybody know they've been gone missing so if anyone sees you take one they are worthless you need to take them down secretly and then get them to me secretly. If anybody sees you give one to me, you don't earn anything for it either. And it is awesome to see the kids like process this. Like I had one in my classroom that was like it was easily seen, and, and they had to like they're all seeing it. And they're like, oh, I still want to get that, and I can't get it. And to have kids figure out ways to turn them into me, uh, the social dynamics with that mechanic was hilarious. It wasn't directly like content related that piece that story but it was just a fun game mechanic to sort of add a little spice to our to our time together um but but a whole lot of soft skills i had a student that had one he wanted to turn it into me he's in my class he can't turn it into me and he uh took took it put it in between a piece of paper like he folded a piece of paper in half like a book shoved it in there wrote some answer down intentionally wrong this is a sixth grader intentionally wrong laid it on the table to the group so the group just sees the question and, and his answer and he says like you know i think this is what mr Patera was saying this is the end and they're all like that's not the answer that's not the answer and he's like no no it is the answer they're all like no it isn't and he's like i'm going to check with mr Patera. so he takes this paper walks up to me walks around the side like where my computer is so then he opens the piece of paper so that his <laughs> jade idol falls down like on my laptop screen so no one could see it except me and he's like is this the answer and i was like no it's not the answer and then the, the group's only paying attention that they're right and he was wrong so they're like i told you i told you but like no one noticed that he gave me a jade idol 
Oh, that's fantastic. I, I had a similar mechanic at one point. Um, I had a, a graffiti project. Uh, our vice principal has a, a glass uh, office, and uh, the students would have to graffiti answers to the questions on his window without getting caught. And I, I made sure he, nice. I made sure he was in on it, but he he would give them a riot act if they got caught. Uh, it was really fun uh, to to see them try to get away with it. I love that idea, and I think I'm gonna have to steal it. <laughs> like, I have a glass window on my door. I think I would want to try to add that to my game. <laughs> That's fabulous. Um, so, I mean, for me, the that picture is huge. It just really helps me uh, get into my game. Um, where do you come up with your mechanic pieces, though? So, like, not just so much the theme, but like. Mm-hmm. Where do you come up with that new idea of right on the principal's door kind of thing? Oh, well. Or anything like that. Um, I get, I, I I always refer to my gamification as game inspired design. Um, so a lot of my pieces come from things that I always have fun playing in video games. Um, things like, um, when, when I play Madden football games, I, I don't really like playing the football game part of it. I like designing the uniforms or I like uh, trying to build the roster. So I'm always thinking about ways that um, trying to get those kinds of mechanics involved. Um, when I have students build guilds, um, they form their own guilds and then they can um, make their own flags and they get to design it or um, they can come up with a national anthem. Ways to get them involved that way. Uh, that are not strictly points-based mechanics. I think a lot of my inspiration, too, comes from talking with other teachers, uh, talking with uh, other people in our community. I just did a, a couple of days uh, unit on sketchnoting that I got from Carrie. Um, she inspired me to try that. Um, there was a, uh, th- there's been a, a boss battle thing floating around in the community, yes. which um, I, I tried and I had a lot of fun with it. Um, we had a Civil War unit. So we uh, we had sort of a zombie apocalypse and my students had to defeat uh, uh, William Tecumseh Shermonster and uh, Robert E. Zom- <laughs> Robert e. Zomley. And uh, the, it, it was really interesting to, to try to work through that boss battle mechanic, uh, which um, I can't remember where I, I pulled that from. There's a few people that, that have boss boards and battle boards and... Um, yeah, the the inspiration for that mechanic came from there, um, but that's that's where I get a lot of my ideas recently. This last couple of years, now I uh, the first few mechanics came from video games, uh, the points, badges, leaderboards, um, and then uh, talking to other people and, and seeing what they were doing and, and pulling what I liked from them. Yeah, I couldn't agree more that the community is so helpful and something that I think we all encourage people to interact with because we are truly better together. I mean, Mm. all of our games, mine has definitely been shaped by the community over the years and conversations with people like yourself. Uh, There's just, I mean, we're only, we're only human, right? We're only one person. So when somebody else tells you, here's their twist, here's their item, here's something their kids go crazy for, I'm sure our kids would go crazy for it as well. So, I mean, what a good thing to, you know, lean on each other for. Um, boss battles, by the way, are super awesome. I've been doing those for a while, and my kids 
they do. They go create like literally this year, one kid during my study hall didn't want to do anything in study hall. <laughs> they were, she was just sitting there. And I said, well, I'm going to challenge you to a boss battle then. And she's like, fine. And I was like, well, you realize you could like lose stuff because in my boss battles, they can get like injured, lose some items, that kind of stuff. And she's like, I'm fine. And she did it and she was successful. And what I thought was borderline a punishment that I gave her after the study hall, like three other kids came up and said like, tomorrow we would like to do our own boss battle during study hall. And it was like, mm, what, like... You, your your kids are coming up to me asking for like basically a quiz like that's what they're that's what they're saying yeah yeah i've been getting that a lot too i, I have a couple of cards that um kids can play uh one is a, a high stakes mission uh card where uh they can retake a test if they weren't happy with their test score and i just kind of put it out there to see if there'd be any interest and i had a student uh jumped up you know he went from like a 50 to an 88 uh, retaking the test and he was like rubbing it in other kids faces like ha i got to retake the test and you didn't and in nice. my mind i'm thinking you just studied for an extra week and you you uh, improved your score and, and you're rubbing that in that you did extra hard work uh, and i thought that was fantastic um but that's what i love about gamification that it's this it is about like that player choice and the interaction between the gameplay and the student that they don't they don't see it that way. They just see it as like I mean that that kid that that he owned that he he made the choice to to do the high stake mission and then he succeeded on that mission, right? So he doesn't look at it as a waste of time or and he's proud of it. Oh yeah. And that's that's the mechanic that I'm always trying to bring into it. And and that's I think where I try to generate most of my ideas is the that idea of uh, autonomy and how can I add something to the game that will give a student another choice? Um, and if it fits with the theme and if it fits with what I'm trying to accomplish, then I think that that's probably the best mechanics I can add. Uh, because yeah. I, I don't know about you, but when, when I'm told that I need to do something, it I, I will do it well, but I'm not excited about it. But if I've chosen to take something on, like this whole gamification world, um, you know, I, I throw myself into it so much harder than than if I was told that I had to try it. Um, and I, I think that's a commonality in, in just humans in general. I, I think that's one of the powers of, of this game design. No, I couldn't agree more, too, that this having students choose to play, right, changes. I mean, that that is the difference between sort of work and play, right? Mm -hmm. We all, I guess we all choose to work, but um, it's kind of a necessity, right? But when we like choose to play and, and we get to pick that particular game and then with inside that game, those, those player choices, it, it makes the difference, right? Even like something simple as like the game of golf, the fact that like you select the club, right? Like the, the, the golf course doesn't say like, well, you're this far away. You must only use your five iron. Like you get to make the choice. And sometimes you can have that epic shot that like shouldn't work out, but it did. And you made that choice. Mm -hmm. That's fun. That's cool. So, how about you? Back to where do you, where do you get your game ideas? Uh, how do you pull in your mechanics? Oh man, <laughs> is there is there a game that inspires you a lot? I will say I do get inspiration from games. My mm -hmm. my problem with that is a lot of times those mechanics are too large for the classroom. So like the thing that I always have to watch out for 
is whatever my new idea is, can it can it be managed, I guess, right? Like, I don't know, like we all want to be able to add like trading and, you know, like currency that they can spend, but like then that gets really fiddly really fast, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of the games I like to play, I'm, I'm a big board gamer, mm-hmm. and there are some just awesome board game mechanics that could be applied to any of our games, but you have to sort of crack the code of like how will I manage that that new edition um and i have made some pretty epic fails that i would be happy to admit on here because people think that it just works out for for us old time gamers but like no i mean like i have picked some mechanics that were like just too large yeah i've been thinking about that too every time we add something the students are also adding something they have to process too so um there's a lot of complexity that i think is pretty straightforward that i always have to remember the students have to learn it too and process it and and um bring it into their gameplay uh, for the classroom. So that, that makes total sense to yeah. not want to add too much at one time. Yeah. the For me too, like, I guess on the note of like how well the player knows it, mm-hmm. this, is a, this is a careful balance that you have to like think about when you're building your game. I am totally okay with there being a level of ambiguity. Um, but, but then you have to remember my game's not attached to grades. So like, mm-hmm. I'm okay if, you know, certain mechanics only five kids in my grade are interacting with. That's fine. Like, um, but you do have to make sure, like, you're at a correct level that enough of them are engaged in playing and having fun, right? So, right. Um, you know, deciding what are the, the moments where you're going to slow down and make sure everyone gets how this mechanic works. And what are the other moments where you're just going to say, hey, there's this new thing and kids that figure it out, figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, but like inspiration for new game elements, new game mechanics is definitely, I mean, we've already listed some of them. The community is a great one. You go to that, you go to either of the two chats and somebody posted something and you're just like, that's genius. Like that guy, <laughs> like, well, you know, and I got to add it and, uh, board games is big for me. And then lastly, I'm going to admit this. I'm a middle school teacher. I don't know what it's like high school or otherwise but like there is an element of mechanics being born out of really just kind of want to be silly with my students you know like a little like i kind of want to mess with them so like the one i already talked about about the jade idols like i could have just hid jade idols and said return them like but i added the mechanic of like no one can see you so now like all these kids are what like they're figuring out where they are and then they're almost like intentionally stationing themselves by it. So no one else can get it. That's great. Um, but like I said, like that was just a layer of me wanting a little more player interaction. Cause that's another thing that board games have a whole lot of, cause it is about being around the table together. And I think for me, some of my favorite board games are the ones where you can interact with each other. Cause there's some that are, they're almost like parallel play. Like you're going to build your kingdom over there. I'm going to build mine over here. And in two hours, we'll figure out who scored the most. Those aren't my favorite. Like I like when we can trade or we can attack each other or we can do something to each other. So I'm always sort of looking for those elements. I liked what you said Mm -hmm. though, you know, trying to present players with choice. I do that a lot through my game in terms of items. Kids can like decide what they like 
level up in and I have three categories of health, um, knowledge or wisdom or whatever and magic mm-hmm. um, and then items associated with those. So that's where like my kids get a lot of choice. Um, but for me, another thing I'm always trying to add is player interaction. Yeah, or at least that social element's really important. I um, well, I, I, I read an article. High schoolers are not all that different. They might act a little too cool for them, but they want to be silly too. Um, we when we were um, playing our our zombie battle game, they were totally into it. And uh, their favorite part is they started looking up on YouTube uh, zombie noises to play right. in the game. So yeah, they <laughs> totally want to be silly too. Um, it's all good. I love it. I love it. Yeah, um, I read an article about the percentage of gamers that are socializers. Mm-hmm. That's like the number one category by the long shot. I, I guess, don't quote me on this, but yet I'm going to say a number here. But like, it was something like over 60% of all gamers fall into that category. And there's four categories. So yeah. to say one category gets 60%, that's crazy. Well, I've read a lot about uh, player motivation, and, and there's different categories depending on who's doing the research. Um, and, um, uh, role play and, and, uh, impersonation is really high and player yeah. motivation socialization is really high and, uh, it doesn't break down uh, is like, it, like girls don't have one tendency over boys really, uh, which is really neat that it all kind of like boys tend to be a little bit more in that killer category. Uh, but everything else is pretty, pretty even. Yeah. So. You, you and I must've read a very similar article. Yeah. And it, it was, uh, it was interesting to hear. So I'm always thinking about that, like how can they sort of mess with each other, or, but then at the same time not be like cruel or mean, you know, like if a kid worked really, really hard at something and got an item, I don't want it to be like, and Adam just stole your item because he can, you know, yeah. like. That's one so place I, that I get inspired too is trying to find that uh, risk-reward balance. So um, I have a card where I have a whole ranking system, and in order to move up to the next rank, almost like a karate belt system, you have to have a, a quiz test. Uh, Which you just posted. You posted that today, didn't you? Yes, and I'll post that up again. Um, it's inspired by my kid's karate teacher. And the students have to get a, an 8 out of 10 in order to move on to the performance task. So I created a card called the Vigilante card. So uh, somebody can uh, play it against the person taking the quiz, and they have to get a perfect 100 to, to move up to the rank. Um, the, uh, the risk on that though, is that if the player does get a a perfect 100, then the person that played the card loses half of their gold. So, and, and it goes to the person that they played it against. Now, if they don't pass the test on a Tuesday, they can come in and take it again on a Wednesday. It's, it's not like they can never rank up, uh, but it's just a way to, to get kind of that, uh, social interaction, the, the killer mentality that some people want to, to bring into it. Uh, but trying to balance the risk and the reward is something that um, I think is pretty important. Um, and that was something that uh, was inspiring me uh, to, to bring more mechanics like that into it. That's a cool idea. I don't have something like that. That's a good one. See this, this right here, people, that's what I'm talking about. Like having these kind of conversations, being part of these kind of communities makes such a difference on all of our games. So I know Adam and I really appreciate you guys being part of our communities um, I'm starting up a new YouTube channel and some of you guys are getting better at posting on there and I just really, really appreciate it. It's a great community. Um, and then we have the XP lap camp and XP lap, you know, people's blogs. 
you know, don't be afraid to comment on those things because it's in that back and forth process that we learn so much. So, and I appreciate you listening on here. Adam, it is time for us to do reflection time. These 30 minutes, they just fly by. They do already. So today we have something from this little known guy. He kind of tinkered a little bit. His name's Thomas Edison. His quote is, you, I mean, are you ready for this quote? You ready? ready. All right. All right. Uh, the value of an idea lies in the using of it. How does that hit you with today's topic? Well, it's we can have lots of ideas, and I think that uh, everybody has lots of ideas. But actually, putting them into a, a, and putting them into action sometimes is a little hard. Uh, but uh, it, what is inspiration? Ninety nine percent perspiration. So it's, it's taking those ideas and actually uh, seeing them followed through with, um, at least on the, the, the teaching side of it, and then trying to inspire the students to have an idea and create something with it, I think is really important too. Yeah. And you know, and on that note, before, before we move on, I just want to say to everybody listening, and I'm sure Adam would attest this, we have lots of ideas that never get out of the idea state, right? So I mean, only only a percentage make it on to the like. I'm actually going to create this. I'm actually going to do it, and I'm then, and then even of that, there's only a certain percentage that probably makes it into the game, and 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 that can be overwhelming. That can be daunting. But I, I I'm a firm believer that it's in all of those iterations of ideas, and some of them that failed, that come the good ones, and and that like help you actually on the good ones. So, mm-hmm. um. You know, don't be afraid to to jot down a bunch of ideas, even if they sound silly. And then don't be afraid to play around with some of those silly ideas. And maybe some of them will make it all the way into the game. Because um, you don't always know what's a great idea at the start. Yeah, I have a notebook full of ideas that uh, I, I keep meaning to get back yeah. to. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, and that's okay. That's totally okay. Uh, yeah, we're, we're telling our students that it's okay to fail. I think we need to give ourselves that freedom, too. Totally. Well, uh, Adam, thanks again for joining us. Uh, I mean, I absolutely love chatting games with you. I could do it uh, all the time. And oh, uh, looking forward to seeing the Tuesday Bowtie tweet. Um, and for those of you that aren't part of this Bowtie 2, get involved. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's really fun. I'm enjoying it each week. I am too. Uh, everybody else, don't forget to check out explorelikeapirate.com for all sorts of more ideas. There's vlogs, blogs, podcasts. Uh, if you could, give uh, my YouTube channel a check. It is YouTube slash Mr. Matera. And you'll find all sorts of videos posted up there. My latest one's on Dice, which is this month's giveaway. If you subscribe to the channel and comment on the first Dice video, you're entered to win uh, a pretty mega sweet pack of dice. And Very nice. Yeah, you're you're in there. You're in the contest. I am. I'm like, I am subscribed. I'm excited. <laughs> you right now. You have a good shot of winning. There's only like ten comments in there. So, oh, fantastic. <laughs> and everybody, thanks for listening. It really is an honor having you each week. And we love. I know Adam loves having you as part of his chat and and part of the XP Lab community. We really, it's just awesome. I love all you guys. So thanks for listening and continue to play on and enjoy your week, guys.